I was really prepared to not wear my Seahawks jersey today, and I was going to put it on the sofa right beside me. <laughs> not in any disrespect for the franchise or for the team, because I love them a lot. More so for the complete ignorance that is the front office to understand, like to continue with the absolute garbage that is happening from the offensive coordinator. But on my way home, that's news all year. A right? few messages, <laughs> Carl being one of them, noting that Brian Schottenheimer has been eliminated from the organization. And so my protest is obviously not going to go on, but. Pray for the team who hires him. Man. People were talking about him as a head coach. I know. You supposed to go to the Jets. <laughs> that would, were the Jets asking about that him? That would make sense. Or if Detroit, the Jets I did the, that. Uh, I thought the Lions were asking about him too, maybe. Anyway. Yeah. Some uh a lot of Seahawks news today. I feel like the season whatever is a couple days after the season, so it's gonna be a l- and we have so many free agents. So I feel like every day for the next three months, there's going to be an update from someone. Mm. But uh, good news, well, two good news is this today. The, uh, what's the GM's name again, Carl? The, uh, he's, he part-time does comedy movies. <laughs> oh, Rob, Sh- Rob, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Yeah. Rob Schneider. <laughs> no, it's John, but we were calling him Rob Schneider. <laughs> uh, he is staying. He signed a new contract to 2027. Okay. Pumped about that. He's a, I think he is uh, very, very key in terms of putting this team together. And Mr. Brian Schottenheimer is no more. You've been calling it all season and it finally happened. Yeah, it feels nice to be right. I was expressing my frustration to the two of you earlier. Why won't people be honest in press conferences? Why... There's like, a stigma that you're not allowed to do it. Fuck It's unprofessional. You. How? I, I don't know. Every other, yeah, like you said, every other profession you can do it, but in sports, it's like you can't talk about jobs until the end of the year. I don't, I really, so I'd like that to be changed and whoever I need to get in front of, Carl, can you let me know? Yeah. I'm e- writing the email right now. I do not understand how in any way it is beneficial to anyone other than making Russ look like an idiot. For him to talk about a fairy tale after the game and say, you know, every game has a story and uh, the story didn't go our way. No. Say, I am Russell Wilson. You paid me 40 fucking million dollars a year for a fucking reason. (laughs) Can someone please run the fucking offense for us? Can you design something that is borderline creative that is not predictable? Yeah. We can't run the ball on second and 11 and then... (laughs) Expect me to make a ridiculous play on third and nine every fucking series, guys. <laughs> Look at our third down percentage. What is it, Carl? It's six fucking percent. <laughs> One for 13 this past weekend, Mike. It was bad. Um, Why? Why not? It, it, Pete, Pete uh, talked about it during his presser as well. He said that we have to be better on third down, and then he no said shit, that- Pete. You know what the reason? His reasoning for not being better on third down is his reasoning for everything, because they can't run the ball and they don't run the ball enough. They say they get into third and long situations because they pass too often and Wilson gets sacked, and 
they set themselves up for third and long and no one can be successful on third and long, which is true. But his reasoning for getting there is uh, skipping over a few things. Pete needs to rewind the tape a little bit and, and watch the game film from the last eight games. Yeah. Their first series of every game in the last eight games has been identical. Yeah. They've run the ball for one yard. They run or run these stupid reverse plays or like run a play down the field that takes 45 seconds yep. to develop yeah. and Russ gets sacked. Mm-hmm. So then they're in third and 13 and they run a draw play or they run like a quick slant for four yards and they punt. Yep. Every single game, Carl, is three and out in their first possession. Yep. It's incredible. <laughs> hey, good news is there's an open position mm-hmm. as the offensive coordinator of the Seahawks. So you gonna Carl, play? Yeah, can you Google, Carl? Yeah. Google how to apply, how to submit my resume for the Seahawks offensive coordinator position today. Oh, they just they have a drop link right here. It's <laughs> nice and simple. Perfect. Can you just take a video and post the video there? Sure. I have no interest in submitting a resume. <laughs> I just want to tell them my thoughts, and I think it could be helpful. I don't understand. So, Mike, answer me this. You're a high-level athlete. You're an individual sport, so it's different, but you definitely played team sports. If you are one of the best athletes in the world, yeah, one of, maybe not in the world, but one of the best football players in your position in the world, yeah. what is stopping you? Weekly from going into the office of Mr. Schottenheimer's and saying, Hey, bro, this is not working clearly. I, I think he like, needs to change. Do you think he's too nice? <laughs> we were talking he about seems this. Like, we talked he about seems this like a guy that ago. wouldn't want to do that. So we talked about this a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago, and, and I said, Russell Wilson is, is very, very good. Is he going to be an all time great? I don't think so, for the sole reason. Of all the all-time greats that I know of are pricks. Yeah. Mm. Right? Michael Jordan, prick. Yeah. Um, Kobe Bryant, p- prick. Yeah. Um, I guess Roger Federer is kind of a nice guy, but that's, that's an individual nice sport, so it's different. Djokovic, prick. prick. <laughs> <laughs> but so many are. No, I Tiger agree. Woods, like, pr- like yeah. prick, because he's so mm-hmm. hard on himself, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the greats are like that, and he Russ, just so tries to be so damn positive all the mm-hmm. time. And His mythological bullshit, man. Yeah. He needs to call people out. Yeah, um, I think there's a happy medium between like him and a DK Metcalf, who's just emotional and hundred like, percent has a spaz on the sidelines. But like using that frustration in a very positive way is something that like those guys that are winners always do, right? Yeah. And they're not afraid to show emotion. Whereas, mm-hmm. like Russ is just like, yeah, I fucking pick six, man. You know, we're gonna we're gonna come back out here and get him. <laughs> you know, Russ has a mental conditioning coach. I know. <laughs> Any thoughts about it's that? Probably Daddy? a fucking priest. And man, I it's probably some yoga dude. <laughs> what do you think about that game? Oh man! First, first, not reaction watching it. Um, like, actually. Pre-game. What are your what do you think is gonna happen pre-game when they announce uh Jared Goff is the backup to start the day? I thought that the Rams were not gonna be able to do anything on offense because our defense has been playing really good. Yeah. And so I thought the Seahawks had a good chance at winning a game that was like 
17, 13. Yeah. Just like a stupid, boring 36 punt type game that no one just does anything and somehow we kick a field goal to win. The the Rams offense wasn't that good, but scoring a defensive touchdown is Mm -hmm. like the biggest no-no that could have happened, especially when Goff came in and you could tell that he couldn't even grip the ball properly. The game was going um, like in a pretty similar way to the way that Seahawks win games. Yeah. Until the pick six. And then that, like, it was. That was one of the weirdest plays I've ever seen. But it comes down to play design, though. I agree. Like, why is that called? The DB knew exactly what was happening, too. He read it so easily. Who was, uh, who was the second wide receiver out there that was supposed to block? I think it was Moore. I think I'm pretty sure it was Moore. Was it Moore? Yeah. And he like he just kind of went like this. Yeah. And the guy went between them. Yeah. <clears throat> but like the sh- shit design. But like I was like, what? Like what's DK Metcalf good at? He's one on one contested catches and downfield passes. Because he's stronger than people. Yeah. So why are you running a bubble screen for him? <laughs> right? Like, this if is. If anyone should happened. be to lock it on In a the bubble first, screen. <laughs> totally. And that's usually who they do run it to. Yeah. But they, like, DK comes off the field a few times in the first quarter, noticeably upset. Do you think they run that to him to try and get him involved in the game? Yes. They and that was such a dumb fucking play call to yeah. try to get him involved. Yeah. That's not where he excels. Like, him getting off that fucking cliff of being upset about not getting the ball or whatever's happening, him catching the ball on a screen and getting three yards yeah. is not changing his mentality, no. right? You need to, like, be creative, run a pick play for him to get him at a, on mm-hmm. an eight, eight, ten yard slant or something, like, yeah. where he can beat someone or break a tackle and, like... <laughs> he, got, he, got a, he got upset on the sideline after he got popped pretty good, right? He, like, he took a pretty good hit in the... I think it was the first quarter. Yeah. Um, the I think it was the either linebacker or safety came up and clocked him on the yeah. crossing route, and then he was pissed on the sideline. Had a little temper tantrum. <laughs> he he needs to not do that. But at the same time, like I I'm I like in the heat while watching the game. I'm thinking, man, DK, you got to just fucking chill out, man. It's the first quarter. Yeah. Like stay stay in the game. But I, I, I've actually like thought about this. <laughs> I've been in the car a lot in the last two days. <laughs> so while I'm in the car, I was, thinking, I was thinking about DK and like his reactions to stuff like that. And then I think about like who I'm surrounded by. I'm surrounded by Russell Wilson who never says anything bad. I'm surrounded by Pete Carroll who just claps every fucking time regardless <laughs> of what happens. Lock is so quiet. like I'd be fucking frustrated too, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If the game is not being des- like run well to put people like DK and Lockett in positions to succeed, yeah. I'd be fucking frustrated. Mm-hmm. And then you talk to your quarterback and be like, dude, you got to talk to the OC, man. Like, we're not running plays to get me the ball. Me and Lockett got to touch the ball more often. And and your quarterback is like, just believe in the system, man. Just, you know, stay stay positive. God's putting us in these situations for a reason. Like, I would be fucking furious. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't, I don't know. I can't blame him. What was the score at halftime? 16, 10, 16, was it 16-10? Pretty sure, yeah. Uh, 17-10. 17-10 at halftime, you're down touchdown. How do you feel? 
Very winnable game. Still winnable, right? Because this think, is exactly how every fucking Seahawks game. I agree. Right? I think the game, or not even the game. I think it was very thematic that the touchdown that won the game for the Rams was such a good design. On you had Cup coming in motion. You faked a handoff to Acres, and then Woods kind of just slipped out the left. Mm-hmm. See how wide open he was Mm -hmm. every single Seahawks defender uh was going left and Woods came across the field but like I I I don't watch Seahawks games like that intently but like just like play designs like that where there's motion and you get you actually have to make the other team think about what to do is missing so much from their offense agree the play call and the time that it was run was executed very well. Yeah. But watching that play, um, I think I was watching the game with Thurman. Thurman's like, oh, that sucks. And I'm like, oh. as Seattle, you're down at that point. It was late in the game. Yeah. It was like halfway through the fourth quarter, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. But at that point on defense, all you're thinking about is like causing a turnover. For sure. So you have to take a chance. Yeah. And you have to guess on something, yeah. and th- that's what happens. So, like, credit to the Rams for running a creative play in the right situation. It's just like, but the, like that game, that game, like I feel like that game changed on two plays in particular. Mm-hmm. One was the bubble screen mm-hmm. returned, mm-hmm. and the other one was when Seattle had a little bit of momentum, and DK finally got open deep, and Russ missed them, missed them by like. Two or three yards, mm-hmm. and I I watched that play on repeat a bunch of times. And at first, I thought he was impeded by the rush a little bit, but he wasn't hit. His mm-hmm. like his arm wasn't hit. He just it was a little bit rushed as a throw, but that's a throw that he makes like usually ten times out of ten when he's playing well. That's a th- but like that's a throw where DK is three or four yards in front of Ramsey. I don't think he has. To, it doesn't have to be perfect. No, you just have to throw it up mm. and have him go. He get just it. has to throw it high. It's enough. hard to out throw Metcalf too. Totally. <laughs> I know um, that was a big mistake. But I, I don't know what down that was. Was that third down? I don't know what Some, down it was. I don't but know. But it but. is. <sighs> Jalen Ramsey is big and strong, and he matches up with Metcalf so well. And he's and like is a DB. He knows routes so well. So. When Metcalf does beat him like that, which happens so rarely, mm-hmm. it's such a it's so disappointing. Yeah, like to not hit him on that one. And then the Metcalf touchdown uh, in the first half was just like on a broken play, which is mm-hmm. what I you kind of have to do that against the Rams is to get them moving a little bit because it's they're they're coached so well on defense and they're they have such good uh, pieces that. Yeah. Like you need to take advantage when you can, and they just miss some shots, and then, I mean, I don't know. If you're Seattle, I don't know if you can come up with a better script. Like, they are starting some guy that's played like two NFL games. He gets injured. Goff goes in with a broken thumb, and then Donald gets injured. Yeah. And you're still only you're down by is one score game the whole time, and you can't quite take advantage. It's just like it's too bad. Yeah, I've never, um, I've watched sports a long time and I've never felt as like 
I feel like the whole season was just wasted. Yeah. Like, I feel like this group was maybe not Super Bowl champions, but like, I feel like they, in a good scheme, was a top three team in the NFL. And you might not agree with me on that, and that's totally fine. But like, the way the defense was playing at the end of the year and how many weapons are on offense, it makes no fucking sense for them to score under 20 points in yeah. any game. So what I threw, I don't know. When did their offense start to stutter? Like eight, nine? Week eight. Somewhere in there? Week eight. So I told they you. Had, they had six wins in a row where they're yeah. averaging like 38 points a game, and then they lost to the Cardinals. Yeah. Like 38, 35 or something. If I told yeah. you in like week nine that, without any other context, that Seattle's defense would be top five the rest of the year, you'd be like, okay, we're Super Bowl champs. Totally. Dude, totally. <laughs> it's so weird that it went completely backwards from what should have happened. I thought the offense was going to level out a little bit and the defense would get a little bit better, and it basically went to like a turnover-happy offense to a good defense. Man. I, yeah, man. I, I don't know. And you kind of like you kind of want your defense to start playing better at the end of the year in the playoffs and stuff. And mm-hmm. like they didn't, they didn't uh, like the things that they needed to get better at came at the perfect time, and they couldn't take advantage of it. it just seems like a little bit of a waste. I don't know, like what the locker room looks like well enough to comment, but. It's very disappointing thinking that, like, Russ is one of the best guys, best players in the NFL. Yeah. To see how little emotion, like, in the going into the second half, I would expect a guy who's, like, getting paid $40 million a year and is always talking about being the best ever, mm-hmm. right? Fucking show up, man. Yeah. Like, he, he, he wasn't good in the second half. No. He wasn't getting the second And there was no the frustration. There was no emotion. There was nothing. Yeah. It's just the same bullshit. I don't know if that's a formula for um, like Hall of Fame dudes, man. He'd definitely be one of the only ones that seemed to not have like a huge fire under him. He's never had it. No. Is that a learned thing? I don't. It's hard to be as good as he is without it, though. He always kind of showed it in a different way, you know, like commenting that, you know, no one gave him a chance out of university and third round pick and I'm trying to be the best ever. But like those are the moments where you like step up to the conversation. But True. Putting up that little points in that game like makes no sense to me. Turning the ball over to like turnovers, man. The second half of the year was crazy. It's yeah. like it's just like a switch was flipped, eh? And he was like a different quarterback compared to the first six games, seven games. But like, what could have happened? I don't know. It's hard to just put your finger on one thing, eh? Pete Carroll got to run it more. That's what happened. Fuck, man. We talk about that presser a little bit. I wrote down some stuff that he said that I want to read out. Please do. I didn't see this one. So. Here we go. All right. I'm just going to read out some. I want to ask your thoughts them. after, too, on um, the free agents, who, who we should keep and who we shouldn't. Yeah. 
Okay, so here's the first thing. We have to run the ball better, not even better. We have to just run the ball more. I know the fans aren't jacked about hearing that, but that's just the truth. Uh, I want to see if we can run the ball more effectively to focus the play to focus that kind of play on the opponents. Frankly, I'd like to not play against two deep looks all season long. I want to win controlling the game. That means controlling the football. We never got as balanced as we needed to in the second half of the year. We need to dictate the way we need to dictate the way football is played. So my comments. How many teams in the NFL are run first? Successful that are teams. successful? Uh zero. The Tennessee zero. Titans are number one, but they Tennessee lost in no fucking wild card. And room. yeah, Tennessee. Maybe the Browns? But the the the, ish, the reason Tennessee does that is because they don't they have someone to do that with. <laughs> <laughs> Chris but Carson ain't run for two thousand yards. We've talked about this before too, though. Like, how much of a run game is your offensive line? Right? A lot of it is offensive Huge. line, but Tennessee is also smart. So Tennessee will will run and they'll run, and then when they think they're going to run, they'll run play action. Mm-hmm. And Seattle's yes. like yeah. first down. Okay, if we pass it and it's unsuccessful, then we're just going to run, which is the worst. Second and long is the worst time to do it. And then it'll be like third and three, third and two, third and four. And they'll be like, okay, we're just going to run a a little a little draw play. And Remember it's like, the first half? It, 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 I dude, think it's we had three third and threes. You can call out the plays that they're going to run. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and if, and if, and if by some chance I'm like, hey, this is going to Carson, and they run play action, I'm so happy. But it happened so little. We, I think it was in the first half. We had two third downs on back-to-back possessions. It was like third and one and third and three. And both times they ran straight down the middle Yeah. without Chris Carson. Yeah, with Carlos Our Hyde. one <laughs> like, power running back with Carlos Hyde. Yeah. Why is like? Do they think they're tricking them? Hey, we're going to put our backup in, but we're still going to do the same thing. This is going to trick them. <laughs> and the last thing, and the last thing that I wanted to say was, Carl, can you try to, while Mike thinks this, can you try to find a quote from Russ or <laughs> Carol talking about Schottenheimer getting the boot? Because mm-hmm. I bet Russell Wilson's quote is going to be like, <laughs> no. Shoddy's got his own story. God's got a story for Shoddy. And- Lockett said something. It just he just mentioned that they just were not adjusting to their defensive plans. They were not changing anything as the game went on. And he said that it was a coaching issue because uh, LA came out with a, with a defense and like a strategy that they've never seen before. So he blames the coaching. Interesting. Oh, here it is. I also haven't seen the Seattle wide receivers have that many drops in a game before. Fuck, yeah. There's so many drops in the second half. So many simple catches. I don't know. Um, another the other huge play was like I think it was fourth and one in the third or fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was so happy to see them going for it because that's usually a kicking kicking scenario for Seattle. And apparently, Shoddy called his best play, and Carroll didn't like it and said that Pete Carroll said he was fighting the play call, didn't like it. And that resulted in a false start. And that's what we, we kind of talked about this a little bit where 
we've wondered how much say in the offense Carroll actually has as opposed to Shoddy. And I think that like you either have to give one guy the play calls or the other. Mm-hmm. And if he calls a play on fourth down and you as the head coach are saying, no, I'm not confident with that, that's not giving a really good, it's not giving a good message to your guys Mm-mm. or your OC. I don't know. Oh, I've said this before. I think Pete Carroll's a really good figurehead, raw, raw guy. Mm. I do not think he should be in charge of calling offensive or defensive. I, I think I think that he's he does create a culture and guys like him. Totally, which is two great things. But I think you're seeing more and more. There's better, younger coaches that have adapted to where the game has gone. And I think Carroll just keeps to, he, he just, he doesn't see the game the, the way it is now. It's a pass happy league where you have to score a lot of points. And your defense has to be pretty good at some stuff, but you're off, you like, you, you, you're not going to, unless your defense is like the Seattle defense of 2012, 2013, you're not going to win a game scoring 15 points. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah. And he wants to, that's what he's saying in the presser. He says, I don't care if we win a game that's 17 to 13. That's never going to happen in the regular season anymore. Unless you play the New York Jets. Yeah. <laughs> and is it, it's like every year when, I think, how many, they've won maybe one playoff game in the last four or five years, right? Seattle? They won one last year and then lost in to Green Bay. Yeah. I think they haven't had that much playoff success in the last... <clears throat> Last few years, no. and like it just seems like they're wasting a lot of prime years from a quarterback, and you don't get like talent like that at quarterback very often. It's hard to find. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, how depressing is it going to be in like four or five oh. years from now when Russ yeah. leaves and we draft some kid like fucking Baker Mayfield? Yeah, and we just have a decade of trash. Yeah. It's going to be so depressing. But maybe I'll move up in the season ticket holder list because <laughs> people are just going to give them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how long, know, how long's that uh, list? Uh, last I checked, I was 72,000. 72,000? Yeah. Maybe he'll build a second stadium. How, 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 how much does it move per year? Like 500. <laughs> 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 but they're good, right? <laughs> If they're shit, I'm sure that number could be like 10,000, yeah, right? Yeah. Could be a lot of people giving them up. Because they're not cheap. No. no. So, it, 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 and I think a lot of season ticket holders use them as like just trying to make some money. Their season tickets are 150 bucks a ticket and they sell them for 225 every week. And maybe go to one game or a couple games. Totally, yeah. yeah. And then they get playoff tickets every year because Seattle makes the playoffs most years. And the playoff tickets are 350 now, like they can resell them for I think a lot of people do that. So if they have like a handful of bad years in a row, I'm sure a lot of those people would give them up. I expect to be a season ticket holder for the Seahawks by the age of 55, <laughs> 24 years. I think it's going to take 20 to 24, five years. Pete Carroll's still going to be the head coach. <laughs> Man, you never know. Fuck, he'll be the most energetic 96-year-old of all time. <laughs> still wearing the same white Nikes. Monarchs. Monarchs. You can tell right away when the game's going on, they just zoom in on the sideline, just feet only. Can I tell you something that is non-football related and I want your comments? Evander Kane. 
<laughs> Did you see that? I don't know what his contract is. Ten million bucks a year, eight million dollars a year. He's made fifty million. He's made fifty million in his career. career. He twenty just, twenty-three million in debt. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah. Twenty-seven. And his assets are worth like ten million. They said. Yeah. yeah. He has a couple of houses or something. He just declared bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah. And he wanted to. And he wants to opt out of the upcoming year, so he doesn't want to collect his paycheck either. Yeah. Until after he plans the on he plans in? on opting out of his no the entire NHL year he doesn't want to play why don't know what yeah um he and apparently most of the debt is from gambling unpaid uh uh lawsuits involving unpaid gambling debts lawsuits. You can sue someone for that? I guess. I don't, don't know. Don't you just get your head beaten in? <laughs> <laughs> he came, I, I worked at RBC for like five months. He came into RBC one time. I don't know if I told you this. And I was the teller. And yeah. he like, he looked familiar, but I don't really watch hockey, so I don't, I didn't really know him. But I swipe his card and Evander King comes up. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know that guy's name. And I've never seen the no limit card before, but he had <laughs> yeah. one. And I guess maybe that was his problem. (laughs) (laughs) It was kind of interesting because like no information pop, like usually when you swipe a card, it's like Michael Bell, here's your checking account balance. Here's your saving account (laughs) balance. Here's your visa statement. And for him, it was just like, I, I can't remember what it said, but like, he had a visa and I like clicked on his visa and it just said like $100,000. Like that's a high visa limit. (laughs) But then, like his card, I don't know if you've ever seen a black card. No, I guess they don't give from them what bank? Often. Is it RBC? So RBC has its own unlimited black card, but no one ever really sees right? it, right? Yeah, it must be like super, super high net worth people, and all it like it was literally just matte black, and in the middle, super, super low profile, just like in a bump, not even like a different color, it just said RBC. Huh? Is it a cool looking card? Yeah, it's fucking yeah. sweet. So <laughs> when he gave it to me too, this when he gave it to me, I was like, "What is this? The wrong bank, buddy." Yeah. <laughs> this is a funny story, but um, one of my friends works at a, a local golf course here, and if <laughs> Evander Kane came in like not too long ago and asked for his round to be comped, <laughs> he asked, and, and and my buddy was. Uh, he saw like Evander, he saw the the news story come out. He's like Vander Kane twenty seven million dollars in debt. And he texted me. He's like, it all makes sense now. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> man, that's a shit ton of money though. I would like to make a lot of money in life, and I envision myself going the other way. Like I envision myself going to you a just golf have to course. Be bad at like asset management and like hundred percent. Why don't you have someone controlling that for you? <laughs> It's not, is it that difficult? No, you can control it for yourself. But like, if you've got an issue, I would be like, okay, maybe I should have someone else like taking care of my finances for for a little bit. Just put you on a oh, fucking geez, weekly allowance. Like oh, I have another story for you too. On him? Uh, no, on on just money wise. So, have you been following crypto at all? Yeah. So I I invested in crypto not too long ago. Me too. Um. But listen to this. So this guy, uh, he, he when crypto first came out, there wasn't like a very secure way to like store it, and 
he bought 7,000 Bitcoins okay, at I the know. time. So it was something, it's something like $200 million now. And he has it on a secure, uh, like... On a USB. Not, not even a USB, just like a very secure like server somewhere. And it's password protected. And because it's like super secure, there's no like forgot my password thing. And he wrote it down on a piece of paper. And he forgot what the password is and he can't find the piece of paper. And you have 10 tries to guess the password. And he's tried eight and he's unsuccessful. And the information is deleted. Yeah. If you do not remember it by the 10th time. So he loses 200 plus million dollars if he doesn't get his password correct in the next two tries. And this is why, so um, <clears throat> if you, and if you look up, there's, there's like reports out that are, that are saying like, there's so much money in crypto that's already been lost yeah. from this kind of thing where people have it, but they don't actually remember where it's stored. And this guy, dude, I don't know what I'd do if I'd lost that much money. <laughs> From not being able to remember a password. There's like professional companies that you can hire and try and break in and figure out the yeah. password, but it's still so sketch. That's 200 million American, dude. Yeah. That's a lot of money. You hear stories like this all the time. It's, oh my goodness. Everyone's like, yeah, you're your own bank, right? But now you, got, you have to be careful with your money. 220 million. That's fucking is the crazy. number. And he has two more tries to get it. Man. Why? My first like, question is, they, why are you writing it down on a small piece of paper that you can lose? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of And how many, how many super special passwords do you have to have to not remember what it is? Totally. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Why are the, like, are the apps online on your phone very secure? Anything that's connected to the internet is sketchy. Yeah. I would, I would so want why it. Is, like, this does not seem like a long-term solution. What do you mean? To well, fucking purchase something that is worth millions of dollars and put it on a fucking USB stick and shove it in a safe. That's the whole thing. You're your own we're bank, right? We're going back in time, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, you just go to a bank and they'll hold your money and then we're back to square one. So There's a, a USB in a safe in your house is better? That's what I'm doing it right now. That um, is fucked. You know what? Some people just leave their money on the software exchanges, like like the major ones that have like bank, like Coinbase or whatever. So that's kind of like banking. You just leave it on a banking site, right? But yeah, a lot of people do it themselves and they forget their passwords or whatever down the line, and it's, it's so easy. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> <laughs> there has to be a better way, Carl. <laughs> it's the thing he has, has it on is called the Iron Key. If you want to oh, look fuck, what, up what that, that is. That's what he has it on? That's what he has it on, the password yeah, that it has okay. to get into. Who is this human? He is a... So it's a USB used by like government officials okay. and stuff. So he's, he's, a German, he's a German programmer that lives in San Fran. Oh, you don't know him? I don't know him. Oh. No, okay. no, no, no. If it was one of my friends that did that, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, I couldn't imagine, but imagine going through, like, the last five years of your life assuming that your net worth is $200 million, right? Like, you're fucking driving, ben, like, Bentleys and stuff. You're, you're spending two, five, seven thousand $7,000 on champagne at dinner. 
Oh my God. Like not a care in the world. And then uh, to be two tries away from net worth being zero. Dude, you're <laughs> holding onto it. It's right there. You yeah, just can't access it. You can't it. access it. And it as soon as you input that tenth one, yeah. it encrypts it and you can never access it again. So what happens to that Bitcoin if that were to happen? It it's just, just it's in lost. the ether. It's gone. Mm, nothing. Yeah. So it's just so it goes that, against the maximum limit of yeah. it. Yeah. Hmm. So now there's even less. Will that will that increase the value of Bitcoin though? Yeah. Or or the system won't know that it's lost. No, it knows it's lost. It does. It's just unusable. Yeah. It's just gonna sit in that fucking thing forever for the rest of time. So what is it? Twenty one million Bitcoin. How many Bitcoin is there? Twenty one billion was 21 no twenty one million Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty one million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the market system cap, will just the market un- cap went up to <clears throat> to uh, can't remember what the number is. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been one of my better investments so far. What forces the market cap to go up? People investing. Yeah. Is it a set amount? What do you mean? So if there's a lot of activity through a certain period of time, the cap will go up. Oh yeah. 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 So it was, it's at 89 billion right now and it was at 130 like two days ago. What? So it went down? Yeah, Bitcoin lost 25% of its value over the last two days. But the cap goes down? Well, because it, it's just the total amount of money invested into it, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's what so gives this, it its worth. This is this guy's quote. He says, I would just lay in bed and think about it. Then I would go to the computer with some new strategy and I still wouldn't remember and I would just get desperate again. I would never be able to sleep. Man, like, do you have to go, like, oh. <laughs> what do you do? But when he bought the 7,000 Bitcoin, it probably cost It cost him 7, nothing. It cost, right? Yeah. Dollar it was, even less, man. Yeah. I think he bought them when, like, Bitcoin's at 8 cents yeah. or something. Dude, Bitcoin used to be worth less than a penny for one. Now we are 51,000 over the weekend. Yeah, now it's back down to, like, 36 or 44, it dropped down to, like, 41. It's back to 44. Is that back up there? Yeah. 42,900. It's a wild ride, this uh, crypto. I really wanted to like pay attention. So the only way I would pay attention is if I put some money in. So I put 15 grand in. Yeah. And like a week ago. And in 48 hours, it was up to 19,000. Isn't it so funny? Yeah. You just made four grand. And then the next day it was down to like 14. So like I lost a thousand dollars and then now it's back up to eat. Like it's, yeah. What's the strategy for that type of investing? Long-term. Like you can't get, I don't, I think you. It's total. Yeah. You have to, uh, I think if you're bullish on it, like when it dips down, like it has, you have to just try and buy more. Is it though? Is it? Taking chances with a minimal amount of money. So let's say like throwing a thousand bucks into like a bunch of new stuff that could go. Yeah, like I didn't, Bitcoin did. I didn't. I I didn't put. I don't have that much money, but I put. I put a thousand in. I put five hundred Bitcoin and five thousand or five hundred in uh, e- Ethereum. Ethereum. Yeah, nice. Um, but and mm-hmm. one 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 basic one kind of drives the other. So one of my friends is a pretty good investor. Um, he was explaining it to me in a way where like he th- like when 
when one start when one price starts to get so high, people are going to, um, and when crypto gets more and more competitive and more and more popular, then other forms of crypto are going to start to mm-hmm. climb. So if you can figure out which forms of crypto you think are going to be <clears throat> worth the most in the future, those mm-hmm. are the ones where you should start to buy now. <clears throat> Because there's there's stuff right now where you can like you know buy so many socks for a penny. Yeah, it's just they're not they don't have any value. They're not a real company. But yeah. if they hit, mm-hmm. you're looking at like three, four, five thousand. Like you yeah. know. So I bought. But it's risky. I put half in Bitcoin and half in the one I was telling Ethereum, you. Ethereum, yeah. RSR, no, RSR. Oh, okay. And that one, it when I bought it was three point four cents a token. <sighs> nice. Wow. There you go. So I think, like, who knows. In a year from now, it could be zero or it could be 20 cents a token, right? Or 20 bucks a token. I don't think it's going to be that high. You don't know, man. (laughs) But like, is that the strategy though? Is the strategy throw a small amount of money into like five or six different ones that you do some research on and think they could go big? Or is it to just like watch Bitcoin, when Bitcoin goes down to 41, throw another thousand bucks in? So your tactic is how I lost all my money in 2017. That's not my tactic. Well, I'm just saying I had like a bunch of money and like a bunch of coins that I was hoping would blow up and they just completely disappeared. Mm-hmm. People were lying about them. They weren't even, they didn't even do what they were supposed to do. But if you're putting a really small amount of money in, yeah. like you don't care. Yeah. Like if you're buying it at two cents a share. For sure. Like you're just the hoping upside the potential explode, is yeah. so much better than whatever. Even if you put a hundred dollars in each one. Yeah. But there might be a thousand companies, only three or four or five make it, right? Well, and then put a hundred bucks in a thousand companies. <laughs> <laughs> I think like the like Bitcoin and Ethereum are super safe right now. Yeah, and the other one that you had, or uh, what was the, what was that coin that you were talking about, where it's like steady? So that's RSR and RSV is the steady one. So our, so a lot of people t- like try and time the market with that. So they would like sell or the Bitcoin if they think a dip is coming into the, like the RSV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep it there and then see what happens and buy back in. Right. Just so many strategies, so much stuff you can do. When uh, when Bitcoin went over the forty thousand. Uh, a couple days ago, or right it was up around fifty-two, I think. 50, yeah, yeah, somewhere. 51. So yeah. It, that that happened in right around the time of when the Capitol building was getting stormed, mm. and stuff like that. When governments are like not getting overthrown, but like when stuff happens to mm. institutions like that, that's when crypto and stuff starts to move. I initially put <laughs> five grand yeah. in. Yeah, or, sorry, uncertainty. Yeah, exactly. I initially put ten grand in just to like watch it, and then. The morning I woke up and saw that was happening, and yeah. I put another five. This is like, this is definitely not good for like traditional. <laughs> it's kind of a. I put my money in, and it was I was kind of like addicted to watching it like rise and it's fall. Interesting it's interesting. Super interesting. Yeah. And you try to like figure out trends. Yeah. And you can already see like I've been watching it for like seven days basically, and you can already see like prediction almost. You can make predictions. Yeah, that's cool. It was re- that RSR coin. So I think I bought it at point, uh, 3.4 cents. Mm-hmm. It got up to 4.9. Wow. Recently. Yeah. And then the next day it went down to 3.1. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, well, you can see that it's like this. Like 3.1 is a pretty good time to throw some more money at it. Yeah, that's crazy. Some people do like a tw- if it increases 25%, like they have bots set up and it just pulls all their money. Yeah. So like daily well, they the, just... The, the way... Uh, I have it set up on BitBuy, um, and you can set it up where it just says when the price of Bitcoin hits uh, this set amount, then it's going to 
buy five hundred dollars mm-hmm. worth of it, and I yeah. won't buy it until it gets to that. So if like Bitcoin goes down to like twenty four thousand, yeah. then it'll put in another five hundred, and you can yeah. like set different uh, levels for that, which is kind of fun. Yeah, shit's addicting. <laughs> it's fun to watch. <laughs> I want to uh, get into more like understanding stock markets too. Yeah. yeah. This year. And I guess yeah. this is just like a. I think a intro. lot of people are getting into it. That's yeah. why you see all, the, all these prices going up right now. People have free time sitting at home and stuff yeah. trying to figure out a free way to make money. And yeah. this is what you get. All those stimulus checks. Who needs to eat? <laughs> right. When you fucking. Your Tesla stock is up 800% this year. <laughs> He's the richest man in the world now, yeah. hey? Off a company who doesn't even fucking make a profit. Yeah. They don't even make money. It took Am- it was only like a few years ago when Amazon started to make a profit, though, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it takes forever. Yeah, but like that company is so over leveraged right now. It's like, yeah. Who Tesla or Amazon? Yeah, Tesla. <laughs> it's just the hype, the Elon fanboy man. It's because he's too busy, th- like throwing machines into space. <laughs> <laughs> People love that shit. <laughs> Okay, can, we talk, can we talk about some big free agents? Or yeah, you, I have one more say? question. Who would you, as a younger Seahawks fan, yeah, do you want to see the Seahawks get back to a type of Super Bowl team that is like defense heavy, where Russ controls the game, or do you want them to hire a younger guy where it's a little <clears> bit more exciting? That like you have one of the best young receivers in the league and you have one of the best quarterbacks still, do you want to see them focus more on offense or try and become like a championship defense that runs the ball a lot? I do not think that Pete Carroll is going to win another Super Bowl. The game has changed so much. It's very different. He grew up with football in like the 70s and 80s, right? Yeah. The fucking Chicago Bears were the fucking king because they had a good defense and a running back. Yeah. The Steelers, same shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. I can't see the way that it transpired this year makes me much more pessimistic than I wanted to be for the rest of Russell Wilson's career. Yeah. Unless they hire like a sweet young offensive coordinator who Pete gives the freedom to, then I'm, I'm I don't think about he that. can do that. He has to. He has to understand that this, like, I'm going to put some faith in our uh, comedian friend Rob Schneider a little bit <laughs> and hope that he is the one that gets to make that decision. Yeah. What's, uh, how long does, how long is Pete there for? His contract? I think yeah. he signed a contract last year for four more years. So maybe he's got two or three left on his contract. Two? He signed a three year contract. Three year. Okay. Yeah. For last year? He's uh 2022 is a free agent. He's got to be one of the yeah, uh, older head coaches in the league now, doesn't he? He's the oldest. He's the he? oldest. Yeah. Okay. I just think he he doesn't seem very adaptable. It's because yeah. he was born after the Second World War. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. One of the things my dad always said growing up, he coached like a lot of sports: basketball, me and basketball, soccer, baseball. He always said. Halftime is is when you make adjustments. So yeah. you have to like first half in soccer, especially like the first half you like watch what the other team's doing yeah. in their defensive scheme or like how they're playing through ball, like whatever. And you have to adjust at halftime to try to win the game. Yep. Yeah. 
and Pete is not good at like he he just comes into a game with a plan and says, "Hey, this is what we're going to do on first down, second down, third and longs, whatever." And it, there's zero adjustments. It doesn't matter what the other team's doing, right? No, you just do your own thing. Yeah. That's not a winning formula. I agree. All right. Who do you want to see stay and go? I'm going to uh, give name, me some I'm names. Name some people. Uh, Carl. Yo, I got a list here. Of the free agents? Yeah. Okay, fucking sweet. Ready? You should name people, and then me and Mike are going to say stay or go. Okay. KJ Wright. He's 32. I'd like to see him sign to a very short-term contract. Uh, yeah, I, contract. I would give him a short contract deal, but I still think he has talent. He was by far the most underrated player on our team this year. He was phenomenal in a lot of football games. Mm-hmm. And um, Bobby Wagner gets all the credit because he's a superstar. But yeah. like KJ, KJ's KJ good. makes a lot of plays. Big time. I'm going to stay. Yeah. If, we, if you can get him for... If you don't have to overpay for a long-term deal, keep him. What is his? Does it say what his contract? Seven million is a year, twenty twenty. I think he's worth less than that. I think he's worth four or five. I agree. Greg Olson, go, go, get the fuck out. You know he's his seven million also a year. His contract, mm-hmm. man. That's uh, something I'd want to see Seattle do as well. Is run more sets with. Tight ends. Tight ends, please. Mm-hmm. Jacob Hollister's so, also on the on the free agent block. That's fine. He's not that good. No. The last year was fucking sweet because the first six games of the year, Disley yeah, mm-hmm. looked like so, a stud, man. He, yeah. I think he had six touchdowns through six games. And then games, he went down, games. right? And then Hollister Achilles. looked like a stud. Yeah. They used the they used the tight ends a lot more last year. I just, like the, the biggest mismatch you can get is almost always tight end against a linebacker if you have a good tight end. Totally. Um yeah. Okay, next. Benson Mayowa. Keep. Keep. Three million dollars. He's thirty years old. Three million? Yeah. Dude, hundred percent resign that guy at three okay. million. That's that's pennies. Yeah. What about uh Carlos Hyde? Backup. What's their backup situation? What's, What's his their contract? F- how much how many times are they gonna run the ball again? Fifty? Two point seven. Uh, I don't he's, think he's, he's a bad option at three million dollars for a year as a backup. He's thirty, also, yeah. He's not. I don't. Think I don't he's think you can sign him for back. more than a year, though. No. no, he's not a starter. But like, are you going to sign Carson and Hyde? I don't. Uh, I think Carson's gone. I think Carson wants too, too much money. Yeah. How much did he make this year, Carson? Mm, Probably six. Did he have? Uh, has he had an injury? Problems before this year as oh, well. He's Carson, been so he's been, Carson he's never su- plays a full season. He's super injury prone. I yeah. think that I, I, that's what I'm worried about with him. Like, and especially with running backs, where you're taking so much abuse all the time. Yeah, and he's getting he's got <clears throat> ankle injuries and whatnot. He's just going to keep losing a step every year. Yeah, yeah. I don't want the last few guys. Like Lynch was just a fucking journeyman, right? Like he yeah. just he played 16 games a year for his entire career. It seemed like he never got injured. But then we had. Uh, Thomas Rawls mm. was like close to right after him. And he just like same type of dude, a beast and a g- really good runner when he's healthy, mm-hmm. but he's just never healthy. Dude, like, I, I would love for them to get like a young three down back. That's not really well known from a, from like a, a college university. Um, that's not a big super school where he's pretty good between the tackles, but he's also really good in the passing yes. game. 100%. Yeah. 
and you run a set with a receiver out of the back or running back out of the backfield that runs like little short, little short routes. You can throw a tight end in there, and then you can have Metcalf and Lockett run routes. Carson was really good early in the year. So the first six games he was healthy. I think and they used him a ton out of the backfield. I th- yeah, I think, I think he's good at catching like dump off passes, but yeah. I don't think he's a, like a good running back route runner. Like no, no, I think no. he's just good at releasing and catching. Mm. If you get a, if you get a running back, obviously they're not going to get him a Caffrey or someone like that. But if you get a running back who's very good out of the backfield, where there is a linebacker or a safety against them, it is such a mismatch. And especially if you have Metcalf deep and Lockett deep or interchangeable like that and you have a running back underneath, it's, it opens up the field so much as opposed to just having a running back that takes handoffs to run up the gut. Do you know what Chris Carson's contract was? Uh, it's so let small. Let me guess. It's small? It's small. It's I, tiny. I, well, I said $6 million earlier, so I'll stick with that. Two point four six over four years. He made seven hundred thirty-five thousand dollars this year. So there's no way he's coming back because he's going to take more money. He's going to take more. What is he worth, Carson? To, on the free on the market, like to other teams, what is he worth? Dude, free, worth? Agent, free agent year, he doesn't even break a hundred yards a single game. I don't know. Yeah, it's not. He's idea. injury prone. He had fumble problems. I think he could probably time. get four. That's it. Four, four, four and a half a year. I just think more team more teams are Carlos going to Hyde made three. Yeah, I know. More than him. You think Carson only makes four? I think someone gives him six or seven. There's some teams that are. I don't think the Seahawks are gonna be that team. And I if he can get six or seven, then he's hundred percent gone. Oh yeah. The Seahawks are not gonna pay that much, I hope. But you never know. The Seahawks are not attached to running backs. Yeah, that's true. Like they're attached to running the ball, but they're not attached fuck, to running no, backs. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> so backwards. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, Mikey Body? So we're going to the offensive line. Get the fuck everyone up. off. Everyone, <laughs> new line. What about someone like dude? That guy's an absolute straight up liability. You don't. You yeah. put a fucking pylon on the and the, as what is he left tackle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he? What is he? Guard. Left, left guard. <clears throat> Man, no, brutal. So Cedric, Dwayne Brown is the left tackle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dwayne Brown covers his fucking ass all day, <laughs> every day. Upati only has a job because Dwayne Brown is sitting next to him. That's why. Oh man, Quinton Dunbar gone. Get the fuck out. He was a lot of hype coming into the squad yeah. this year. Yeah. Two million, and he two million is not that much actually for a good corner. But I don't know. He was. I was really, really on his side for the first few games yeah, of the year. Yeah. And then he had that one game where he it was literally just so didn't bad. try. <laughs> he I mean, probably he, got beat for 400 yards that game. Like, it was embarrassing. And after every catch, he just turns around and he's like, I don't know. No. Don't want that guy. A lot of our old line is free agents, eh? Yeah. Good. That means they'll need to go pick up a few people. Ethan Pochich is another one. Out of here. Um... What is he? Right guard? Uh, Pochich, yeah. Guard. It just says guard, yeah. I think he's right. And I think Brown is left. You always put your best line lineman on the left side. Blind side. Yeah. 
What about Josh Gordon? Are we still giving him a chance? Is that over? What the fuck? Are we paying him? Yeah, dude, one million this year. He he actually got paid. Yeah, that's if you get kicked out of the NFL, you still get paid. <laughs> that's got to be a clause in the contract. If you if the NFL decides you are unfit for this league, we don't have to pay you anymore. But he's like kind of still with the team, right? Like he's still practicing. It's weird. I don't, I don't think know. he was. I don't think he was practicing. I think he came back like one week and then the NFL kicked him out again. So they never really let him in, eh? Did There's he get no, kicked for doping again? They There's reinstated alcohol him. Alcohol abuse and oh, like yeah. stuff like that. They reinstated him for like a week though. This year? Yeah. And they just never played And then him. like three days later, they're like, actually, uh, he's not past something. He showed up drunk. Fuck. Uh, no. No? Based on his track record, I was okay with bringing him back this year, but if he lasted a whole nother year and the NFL still doesn't like him, Okay, what what are we gonna do for our third wide receiver next year? David Moore is is he a contract year guy? Contract year eight twenty five. Uh, he's twenty six. I I honestly like him as a wide receiver three. I think he's got talent and he's cheap, but you can probably find guys like him anywhere. I think Freddie Swain could be the same Take type yeah. of, same type of person. Yeah, it's never gonna be a high paid position. So like. David Moore had a better year than I thought he would. Yeah. So if he's demanding a one point eight or two million dollars to other teams, I think he's gone. All right. I think the last person that we should talk about is uh, Shaquille Griffin. No, we didn't talk. Do did we talk about Carson? Kind of. He's gone. Is he gone for sure? Well, we, he, we talked about how that if he gets six or seven, he's gone. But I would sign him if for four. I just think there's guys that you could put around Russ that have a little bit more skill. His uh, this website gives like a calculated market value. Yeah, and it says seven point one. Yeah, there's no chance he's getting that. So they're saying that he's going to get a four year twenty eight. I don't know about that. They say he's going to get twenty eight. That's what his market value is on this website. Sport track, spot track. What does a really good running back make? Like Kamara got. Paid this year, I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know. Interesting. Because last year he didn't have a good year. Oh, he had a huge down year last year. Right? Yeah. And then this year he had a really good year, right? Yeah. He bounced back. He had a sick year in the playoffs right now. So the highest uh, paid running back right now in the league is Christian McCaffrey McCaffrey. at $16 Yeah. Then Ezekiel Elliott, Le'Veon Bell. Livion Bell's David, third. David Johnson. Because the Jets get the, the crazy the, contract. The Jets pay him they're, still. Yeah, they're still paying him. And then De- Derek Henry tops out the five at 12 and a half. Um, the, thing with, the thing with Kamara and McCaffrey is that when you have guys like that, you're not just paying a running back. They're, you're paying a receiver. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they're catching five plus balls a game and they're going for like five for 50. Yeah, or on good games, Kamara a couple times had receiving games like a hundred yard receiving games this year. So you're not just getting a a running back; you're getting a an offense. You're getting an <laughs> yeah. You're you're just it's it's crazy how good those guys are. They can run the ball, and then if they release, they chip a lead blocker, and then they catch, and then they make a guy miss. And it makes the offense so much easier. Kamara, I've always loved watching that dude. He's yeah. so exciting to watch. Um, Do you think they I'm the a, Saints I, would I, trade him for Chris Carson? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would die to see Russ with a running Someone back. Someone like that? Yeah. yeah. 
Oh my god! How is how is Kamara in like the pass block game? He's a great. He's a great blo- uh, blocker. Is he? He picks up blitzes very well. He's little. He's not big. He's not. He's not that small though. He's really? super strong. He I, think so he's, I think he's six one two twenty five. Mm. He looks. I think he's thick. Anything. Maybe two twenty. I was looking this up the other day. Okay, who's the other person? Shaq. Yeah. I've always been a pretty big fan of Shaq. Um, I don't know what his contract is right now. A couple million, maybe. Um, no, he's low, man. Seven fifty. Oh, he's still on the rookie contract. Sorry, eight fourteen. I think yeah. anywhere around like one and a half, two, you keep him. Mm. But it's hard. Like, Seattle's gonna have to decide what they want to do. Yeah, where to spend the money. Where right? do you want to spend? Like, and I think if Pete Carroll has his say with things, they're just gonna go backwards. <laughs> they're gonna spend on the wrong thing. I'm hoping Schneider is is um, pulling the strings on that though. Yeah. Because they have been pretty good at filling in positions with guys that make plays that are underpaid. Yeah. Right? Like, we just named half a dozen people that are underpaid. I don't know. I like Shaq. I think he is a decent corner. He's not a top five corner. But I don't think... Is he good enough to be number one? Does he be on a team? No, right? Uh, I don't. Well, he is right now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It says where do you where do you like where do you go to get that guy though? I know. Like we can't play Jalen Ramsey. Well, how much does Jalen Ramsey make? Ten million a year. Ramsey's paid a lot. Because he signed that huge contract like just a couple years. Yeah, it was five years, 105 million. So 25. 22 ish. Yeah. 22. Yeah. Man, that is fucked. 21.25. Wow. He's worth that much, eh? More than running backs, eh? I mean, <laughs> how much do you think? I think, I think DB, DBs are way more important than running backs. Yeah. Um, if I'm paying, if I'm paying a team, I'm basically, I'm paying my quarterback first and then. I am probably paying my receiver and then if I have a really good pass rusher and then DB and I'm paying my running back cheap. I'm taking a guy from the streets who can uh, block when he needs to and he can catch passes. Because they get injured so much. They get injured injured and their production can be replicated pretty easily. And the key to like the key to a good running game isn't even to have like an unreal running back unless you're Henry. It's just to have a better O line and to run better plays. So if you're running an NFL franchise and Derrick Henry's on your team and his contract comes up for renewal, are you saying peace? Uh I would pay him more than almost any other running back, but if he demands too much, yeah, I'm saying bye. Would you pay him twelve million? Yeah, I'd pay him twelve. But I wouldn't pay him as much as I pay McCaffrey or or uh, Camara. He doesn't catch the ball. <clears throat> is McCaffrey over the edge though? How old is he? Uh, he's young. He's young. He's twenty six, maybe. Oh shit! I thought he was like thirty. Twenty four. Yeah. What? He's, he just came out. He was born in ninety six. Holy fuck! Yeah. He's a beast. He just had an injury injured year this yeah, year. Yeah, he did. Uh, we also don't have a quarterback. 
Um, What's his contract look like? Can the Seahawks pick him up? He's the highest paid. CMC, no. no. It's like 16? Yeah. 16 and a half, yeah. He doesn't want to fucking play in Carolina, though. Get him out of there. Get him onto a Super Bowl contender. <clears throat> Isn't it fucking tragic when, like, such good players are just in shit franchises? Yeah. Like, it's just sad. That's so sad. Their life must be miserable. Like, sure. <laughs> like, just imagine, like, when you go out to the bars, people are like, hey, that's Christian McCaffrey. Dude, why are you 1-15? <laughs> that's a good point. Right? Versus, like, Sacrifice. whoever. Let's yeah. say, like, tight end number two on the Kansas City Chiefs goes out to a bar and they're like, fuck, you're part of the, play for the Kansas City Chiefs? Man, you guys are going to win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> How's the Super Bowl ring from last year? Oh, you're wearing it. That's fucking sweet. <laughs> I don't know your name, but fuck. <laughs> Mike, where do we go from here? Do you guys want to talk about matchups in the playoffs this weekend? No, yeah. I don't give a shit. Bro. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> fuck NFL. I Such a I'm shitty league. I'm excited for some matchups this week. I know. I, think there's some I good, want Buffalo. There's some win. good games. There's some really good games. Tampa Bay, New Orleans will be fun. New yeah. Orleans is going to beat them by 70. For the third time this year? Or what? Yeah. What was the first? Didn't they beat them like 38 to Both three? games they played this year was a complete Fuck fucking Brady. Wipe I know the first, they played them like the opening night oh, yeah. on Thursday, I think, right? Yeah. That was the first game. That was the first game with Brady and the Bucks. What and happened in the second game? He, I don't think Brady threw a touchdown. Really? They got destroyed. What's your honest opinion of, um, what's his face? Lamar Jackson. He got his first win. Um, I've never been as high on Lamar as other people are. I think he is a top-end guy, but he's, like, outside of my top five. He's somewhere in the five to ten range as a QB in the league, I think. And he's only in five to ten because Baltimore's built the offense around him, basically. What are the chances that the Browns beat the Chiefs? There's less than zero. <laughs> <laughs> if they start, like, and they get lucky the way they start against the Steelers, maybe, right? Well, I you think you're fluke, forgetting that fluke turnovers. the Chiefs went down 24 to nothing against, or 20, yeah, 24 to nothing against the Texans last year. And <laughs> they led the game at halftime. Yeah, I remember fucked. that. That was one of the most insane games I've ever seen. <laughs> Didn't they put up 50 points in the they, last three quarters yeah, or something? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was 24 to nothing. Yeah. Um, and then it was like 27, 24 at halftime or something stupid <laughs> like that. Okay. Rams, Packers. Um, I'm taking the Packers, but I actually think that game's going to be a little closer. I say 10. I'll take. I would take single digits there. I think that the In Rams are going to run the ball very effectively against the Packers. Mm-hmm. Something Packers have like a bottom ten run defense, um, mm-hmm. and just it's just if Donald's healthy, it's just hard to score points on the Rams. Um, I what think did that. Do? What did he do? Do you know? It was ribs. It was his ribs. But I don't, did he break I, it? Oh, I don't there, know. There's not. Uh, last time back. I checked, there wasn't like a 
of the report out yet, but it was such a like innocent looking play. It, it was, was so weird. weird. He just kind of fell on Russ's foot. Yeah. Yeah. It says he's expected to play. He is? Yeah. He looked like he was having a tough time breathing for a totally. while. They he just gets rib injections, problem solved. Yeah, that doesn't feel good. Cortisone. Oh, in between your Rib, rib is the worst, man. Breathing, doing yeah. anything, lifting your hands. They'll just they'll just shoot him up with so much stuff to play. He's gonna be frozen in Green Bay anyways. But I'm interested to see uh what they do with um Devontae and Ramsey. I know Ramsey's gonna shadow him, but Adams has been like by far the best receiver this year. Mm-hmm. Been a beast. By far? I think so. Really? He he missed. I think he missed three games. He still led the league in touchdowns, and he was like third in yards, maybe. I know Diggs led the league in yards. Um, he's by far better than Diggs. He's a better receiver than Diggs. <clears throat> Do you like Aaron Rodgers? I love a Rodgers. Me too. Love him. He's a prick. Yeah, he's he's what we don't want Russ to be that big of a prick. But I want him to be a fucking prick. But Russ, wake up, bro. Everyone likes Rogers except his own family. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a prick. That's what it takes to be good. Yeah. Baltimore and Buffalo. Uh, I think that's going to be a shootout, <laughs> and I can't wait. I'm excited. The line has the Bills by two and a half right now. So yeah, it's close. <laughs> I think Baltimore's had the best record in the league since week 10 or something like that. I thought Buffalo has. Buffalo was one. I think Baltimore was two. Oh. Mm. Um, Who do you pick? I'm going to take... Buffalo in the shootout. I think Lamar is going to have to force the issue late, and he's going to turn the ball over. That's my prediction. I think I don't think Lamar is good enough to win. Buffalo's defense is pretty good, and yeah, I think Baltimore loses by nine. Wow, I think it's going to be more of a blowout. I like could that. be high score. I like that. Could I be like, like thirty four twenty yep. six or something. I don't know. Um, Cleveland, Casey. Cleveland or <laughs> Casey wins forty to twenty five. And Tampa, New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans wins 30 to 23. So you say New Orleans and Green Bay. Which would be fun. Casey Buffalo. um, Who has home field there? uh, Green Bay is number one. I would take Green Bay just because I don't <clears throat> old man breeze in the cold in Green Bay yeah. is not good. Um, and then Kansas City Buffalo would be fun. I know. That'd be a shootout. I really want Buffalo. Yeah. 
That'd be fun. I think it'd be sweet to see Buffalo Green Bay Super Bowl. Buffalo Green Bay would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. KC Green Bay would be pretty sweet too. Two best quarterbacks just, going at it. I don't want Mahomes to win again. <laughs> All right, Carl. I'm hungry. You want some sushi? Let's do it. <laughs> what else you got, Mike? Gotta ask predictions for next year. For next year? Yeah. Seahawks predictions for next year. What their record's gonna be? Yeah. Man. It could go from six and ten to thirteen and three based on how our offseason goes. There's so many free agents. Does we need a new OC? And there's I think I think they announced yesterday they have twenty six free agents. Yeah. The, does Metcalf take a step forward or a step backwards? I think Metcalf is super good. I think he keeps getting better. I think, um, I don't know. I hope this year is a good learning experience for them, and I, he, I hope he is able, through some guidance, to take that frustration and make it motivation for the mm-hmm. offseason. He is a physical specimen. That's unbelievable. He's better than you thought he was. He's better than I thought I was. Yeah. Yeah. He's better than I thought he was for sure. He's got good hands and he's just stronger than all the other kids. He's just bigger, stronger, faster. (laughs) (laughs) I think he has a good year. Mm. I think he repeats what he did this year. I'll give Seattle. I think they'll go ten and six next year. We should do a podcast at the beginning of the season and predict based on how the offseason went. Because I, I see, like honestly, man, I wouldn't be surprised if they miss the playoffs if they don't pick up some key additions. Yeah. But if they make a couple good moves, man, if I they see could them be as a contender. Awesome man. team to watch if they made some cool moves. If they have one or two good, decent offensive linemen that they bring in. They is Dunlap signed, or is he a free agent too? Was it just a one year that he signed? I, 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 well, they just traded for him, so I don't know what his contract was. <clears throat> but like, if they can, man, if they could add a corner, if they could add a couple pieces, right? Yeah. Like a corner, yeah. Yeah. maybe another decent um, line D lineman. I think Jaron Reed is pretty good. He's I think young. I think they're they're the best route they can go is go cheap at RB, pay up for someone on defense. Hundred percent. Um, and the offense is gonna be fine. I think it would be nice to add an offensive lineman. I think yeah, you add an offensive lineman, you don't waste money at running back, and then you can spend yeah uh, on a DB. Um, how long did they sign Adams for? Well, they traded. They traded for, for him. him. I think his contract has one more year mm-hmm. till the end of. T- Next year, as long as he can keep his shoulder healthy. Apparently, he's having two surgeries. He's having two lab- He's having lab- labrum surgery. That's what is that? That's what that's holds the, your shoulder together. That's basically? like the, that's the tissue. Like it's he'll be fine. Oh. That's not too bad. But he's gonna have to do some rehab. Um, because Dun- Dunlap's still in a contract through next year too for one more year. Yeah, and Adams too. Mm-hmm. It's exciting to see how good the 
defense was the second half of the year with some pieces missing. It keeps you coming back for more. 100%. (laughs) 100%. All right, let's get out of here. Seahawks fans, we love you. We hope you're all wearing your jerseys tonight in honor of the Hawks, the best sports franchise of all time, firing the shittiest (laughs) member of the franchise of all time. (laughs) I wasn't prepared to put it on, but in light of the exciting news, I'm pumped. Also, I think it's up from here, Carl. I think so too. I got to say one thing. Myers, perfect field goal season. Dude, fuck you, Lucas McCann. Lucas! <laughs> was any other kicker perfect this year? No. No, Myers was the best. By far. Butker is fucking good. Butker's, Butker's good. Even Justin Tucker missed some field goals this year. Yeah. yeah. But they Baltimore has them kick from like sixty in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> They're like just over midfield. They're like, "Hey, Tucker." Myers made a deep one this year. Let me see. Look at his long. I'm gonna guess it was fifty nine. Like it was, it was long. Maybe sixty. He might. Have, yeah, he might have made sixty. Do you make sixty? It's sixty one. Fuck yeah, that's Again, fucking yeah. sweet. Against Los Angeles, and that's the franchise record. That's sweet. But he can't kick extra points. He missed like two or three this year. <laughs> no, he missed like five. It's like, what is it? A 41-yard field goal? I, uh, I wonder if it's just psychological. 30, 37, I think. You snap the ball from the 15. So you're on the 10, 20. So 40, 41 yards? No, shorter. It's 33 yards. Yeah. 30, Extra points 32, 33. 33. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's short. That's, that's, that's short. It's so, like, it makes no sense to me <laughs> why it is so much harder from 33 yards. <laughs> they moved it from 20 to 33 and it changed everything. Man, the extra point percentage went from like, what, 97 to yeah. 85. Yeah. That's huge. And it seems like every game someone misses an extra point. Yeah. Fantasy makes a big difference. Yeah. Because you get a minus one if you miss. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. The kicker. Extra do? points. Extra points minus one. You just have one kicker on your team? Just one kicker. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Carl drafted K- Chris Carson this year. That was a mistake. <laughs> Michael, thanks, buddy. Pleasure.